1: Welcome to the Ball Soccer Liberty Podcast. This is episode number seventy-six of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill, and I'm joined by co-host Mr. Thank Dakota you. Davis. Oh,
2: <laughs> on today's episode, we are featuring featuring our uh, our lovely syndicator, uh, Mr. Chris Spangle, dear Leader. Uh, today, we're going to be bragging on ourselves because we're finally in our new studio, and uh, it's our annual review. Yeah. Dakota. Is this is <laughs> a yearly review. <laughs> I've got a lot of grievances for you people. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we're going to be, uh, there's going to be some shop talk going on here, uh, what we uh, talking about, what we do, uh, and everything that goes, uh, goes into the Boss Hog Liberty podcast. So that's exciting. And it is episode 77. 77? Yeah. Man. Yeah. 77. Where did time go? I don't know. It's episode 77. I was told this
1: would be
0: 69.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you wanted the temperature set to. <laughs> well, that's part of my writer.
0: Jeremiah had to drive out to uh, Southport in Indianapolis and pick me up, take me back, uh, chauffeured me out, and then I demanded the temperature be set at 69. Thankfully, I, mean, I still have the wall PayPal card, so I can pay me back <laughs> myself back anytime an, I need to. An ice-cold Nalgene bottle of water.
1: Spring. Two. Not distilled. Two bottles. Uh, so, uh, this show is about our lives in rural Indiana. As always, we promise our episodes are going to be a fun doing and an the easy, intro? a fun and an easy listen.
2: Yeah. Usually we don't let the guests talk during the intro, but since you're special, well, I will cancel you <laughs> if you don't let me talk. <laughs> I made you people. Yes. So, uh, this is the very first episode. We had a
1: little test lighting thing last night and uh, Chris goes, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess the cameras worked, but uh, you need to change everything. <laughs> it's uh yep. so he showed up at five thirty, and we, we rearranged. And then uh, about five, uh,
0: no, about 645, uh, he goes, yeah, we got to do something. With I heights. demand to be lit better. Right. Right? I have to be lit yeah. better. I have a problem, okay? I trimmed my beard wrong. You know this, Dakota. Mm-hmm. It's the, the worst pain. feeling in the world. You're, you're, you're using the one to trim the mustache, and then you go,
2: oh. So I look like a baby. So I needed to be lit well. So you looked like a baby. I will say this with the lighting. Um, I went to the restroom right before we went live. Yeah. And, uh, and you moved our, our studio lights way up. That's right. And they're about two feet away from the ceiling fan now. And the ceiling fan is rocking them. <laughs> 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 so if they fall. No, because what I did is I changed the legs so they won't fall. Ah. But, uh, you yeah, you,
0: you, you need the lights to innovating. come. Go, I, I'm, I'm here to teach, and so you need, want the lights up coming down on your face so it doesn't give you as many shadows. Wow.
2: Look at that. I, I love it.
0: it. This is a great place, and I'm very proud of you guys. This is a very uh, cool studio. If I were to have a studio, I would, I would want it to look like this room. I think it is really neat. You've got the very cool door behind us, uh, which looks great now that it's lit and popping some color. A lot of cool brick behind you. Um, yeah, I think this is really neat. Uh, the, the sound, hello, this is, uh, it's cavernous
2: ta- in here,
3: help cavernous.
2: me, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I hope someone's wanting, remember that, the plywood, <laughs> 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 yeah, this was an old tattoo star- studio, I think at one point, so, really, yeah, there were, some people got some, made some bad
1: decisions and <laughs> came in here, yeah. we're uh, continue, continuing, continuing
0: so, a long string of bad decisions, so there's
1: probably a group of people that are, uh, that are going, oh, man. God, somebody's in there getting their tattoo and strapped <laughs> down there they
0: feel bad about what they've done yeah so uh but it, it is it is very nice in here um and, and uh, as you guys know it'll grow and expand and change and be con- it'll look a constantly every week every time i come here it'll look different i guarantee it um but uh yeah it's very cool very good beginning and uh, yeah thanks for rubbing it in uh, in a in a nice Patreon video that we did before, <laughs> about how I don't have my own studio. Although if you go to our YouTube channel and please like our YouTube as well at We Are Libertarians, um, we don't have a studio. It's in my apartment, which I'd like to move because have you guys ever uh, said to a girl that you're bringing home for a date? Hey, I know you don't like surprises, but I have a podcast studio in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's, it's more of a mood killer than
1: you think. When we started this show, I, the, the whole podcast was, I would tear, I would set it up and tear it down every time. So it just sat in a cabinet. Right. Right. So about an hour before the show, I would grab out four microphones, four mic stands, set it on the table, had my little side recorder. There was no video. It didn't, nothing mattered. Right. And, and we were, we were up and down and we could set up anywhere we wanted to.
0: And it sounds different every time because that's how we started to, that's how the first hundred episodes of We Are Libertarians went. It sounds different every single time because a knob gets moved or whatever. And so yeah, it's, just, it's just not tenable. So it's always good to have a nice dedicated space. You can put a cover over it so the cat doesn't walk on it and change it or your fat fingers don't mess something up. You want to have a good a dedicated space so it always sounds the same. This is a, yeah. uh, this is a no cat studio. It is. <laughs> That's That's right. Strictly. There will be no kittens. Trust there me. There a- will be no. <laughs>
2: Cats in the studio. I probably yeah. in a, in the survey that we put out. Uh, the, one of the one of the dislikes on the review tab was that audio is constantly changing. And yeah. I thought. I thought. Well, I mean, at least it's getting better. Yeah, it, right. Know, like, it's not changing. Yeah, go for back and t- t-
1: listen to episode two, three, or four, and then you oh, can tell me how yeah. bad this is.
0: Even that first episode, well, what, the first one you produced that I engineered yeah. was still not great. No, it wasn't. Uh, by the know. way, now that you guys have moved into your studio and you've got your new board, can I have my board back now? Uh no no we uh, why not we pawned that what
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we, Jeremiah I don't we think I've reinvested the asset have I been on the show since you did that no probably not Uh I'm so, not the
1: only one that did that it was it, a team no effort. no no I yeah.
0: Dakota's m- my favorite of the two of you. so uh, Dakota, I mean just, I have known you you're the you're literally the longest friend I have at this point except for Brandon so I like beating up on you because it's fun you because you can take it you know because I love who needs it. friends you're right. Um, (laughs) i'm next in line to go you i've seen how your parents talk to you you like tough love and so we're in a group chat one day and and uh so i basically to get to to get all of the we are libertarians podcast started i always send equipment like i sent for our video series i sent sarah brady wagner 250 dollars worth of video equipment i sent maya a board (laughs) Didn't get that one back either. I sent uh, you. Guys, I gave you guys, you know, uh, hundred and fifty dollars worth of equipment, probably including the only original that we had. Two original boards for We Are Libertarians. One got thrown off of a balcony, uh, <laughs> and then the other. He's like, uh, "Well, we can buy this board if, as long as we sell this to to James, because James has already lined we already lined it up, and I've got it sold. I just need to put the equipment well, together." I go, "Excuse me." <laughs> You took something that I let you borrow and you're selling it? And yeah. he's like, yeah, man, we got to grow the podcast. I, th- I figured you'd want that. I'm like, no, I want my board back. It's, so, but it's fine.
2: I'm giving and, and I'm generous and I'm thorough. So if it makes you feel any better, the person who ended up purchasing the old board. Was, uh, Carly Ernst. Who is one of my favorite people yeah. on the planet, so and I'm okay with it. She gives you money every month. That's exactly right. But, uh, that's not, this is not a co <laughs>
0: shop. I don't, <laughs> no, I'm very happy Carly has it, and I didn't really care that much. It's just more fun to, like, make it an issue. It was just like, I was like, are you kidding? I was, I was genuinely offended for about 15 seconds, and then I thought, Oh no, I get to I get to mention this for the rest of our lives. It's a story. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. The yeah. story is worth more than anything
1: else.
2: And exactly. The, you know what makes it funnier is that whenever because the three of us were in that group chat trying to figure <laughs> out our new board, and whenever I brought up the idea of, hey, if we sell this, then we can buy this. I didn't even think about it being yours. <laughs> I, I, know, I know you guys didn't. It had been sitting in my my guest bedroom for so long, it just it, I it, it belonged to the boss hog delivery. Now podcast. I
0: know how the Native Americans feel. <laughs> I I was homesteaded. Yes, you were. Yeah, that's (laughs) exactly right. uh,
1: Listen, all I know is that we come to your sweatshop called We Are (laughs) Libertarians Enterprises. That's right. So difficult. And we turn in a weekly podcast no matter what. We answer the bell.
0: Are you still doing this weekly? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. I should subscribe. Yeah, you really (laughs) should check in. This is, we've lost track of how many episodes we've done. Yeah,
2: occasionally it's uh, it's more than once a week.
1: Now, uh, the, the, the honest truth is, the Ghost Pepper episode from last week, we did that two weeks ago. Um, yeah, we did two episodes back to back. We did the Ghost Pepper episode, and we did the uh, this is it the Steve Horwitz episode.
2: Yeah, uh, no, no, it was not. <clears> anyway, way. you you had one in between Steve. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. So we we did uh, we did episode seventy five and seventy six back to back. Rob Kendall.
0: That's right, sure. yeah, no he it. was before yeah. Steve, because I remember watching <laughs> ro- watching Rob on the live stream because i, I don 't get a chance to listen all that much because i 'm always listening to stuff for to prep for my show. we won but, Thursday nights, by the but way, but i will I i'll talk about that in a little bit, but so uh <laughs> we'll we, never get back to it right, and so I watched the live stream if i 'm not doing my show,'ll watch the bowers. live stream it was bowers and m j <laughs> oh yeah, and Rob is sitting here where i 'm sitting. At the old studio, and he's having a great time, and then he gets a text message from the boss, and oh, his yeah. face just falls. You should go watch that live stream at the end, because he's just... And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the first words out of his mouth is, you know, I love my wife. <laughs> and I'm like, he's in so much trouble that he's in Newcastle. Oh, gosh. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh no, the
2: it's... There was, it's a, there was a comment that that came across a live stream from a woman that right, shortly after that text message that said... Really, Rob? (laughs) (laughs) It might have been Haley, the lovely Haley Kendall. (laughs) Really, Rob?
0: But you know, it's that's the I had Rob on my show last week, and I love Rob Kendall of WIBC. But it is so hard to book him, you know. So I've I've just started going directly to his agent, Haley, his wife. (laughs) Uh, Much like I will start doing to uh, Jer with Sarah soon. I'll just call Sarah. Yes. Sarah will have help. less helpful advice. You know, have you ever noticed when you have a problem, Jared gives you a lot of advice.
2: He does. Yeah. I'm a life coach. Very. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> life- uh, yeah, uh, uh, a life coach full of advice. You you never knew that you wanted. I was. I, I you have never had, asked for it. I've had an issue with my rent.
0: <laughs> you have and to, they like you to pay it once a month. I know. I, that's a real problem for me. And so I'm in the Walmart parking lot, getting ready to walk in. He's like, "What's your ETA?" It didn't not politely. He just says. ETA question mark uh-huh. like a boss the yeah. boss hog well, yes no
2: it, it's not like a boss he just texts like a boomer right
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm getting ready to walk into a Walmart and I was like uh, an hour he's like so you're just leaving I was like no I'm I gotta go to Walmart and pay my rent he's like we have a Walmart we have Woodland Bank I'm like I, Woodland Bank isn't even isn't even involved in this transaction what Quit is Woodland Bank I think I it's the
1: forest I think it's the house bank of the Walmart <laughs> right <laughs> I figured I figured you did all your checking there.
0: And poor, poor, our, our poor boy Stone, the official son of We Are Libertarians, not S-U-N, S-O-N, he's, uh, he's our memes are. Is having trouble getting up from Georgia to the party that we're having on Saturday. For him. For him. It's literally billed as
1: Spangles Birthday slash Stonefest 2018. because right, we're very excited and, to meet young Stone. And if Stone doesn't make the trip, it's going to sound like I'm having a stoner party. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and now I'm going to look bad.
0: We,
2: we don't want that That's to right. what's important. We, we, need, invited, we invited Brandy and Matt Pierce yeah. just so that it, no one thinks it's a stoner fest. <laughs> They're police officers. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yes. Never mind. (laughs) I'll keep my libertarianness to myself over
0: here on wall. Yes. But uh, so he's having all morning long. Well, let's do this. I just bought you a ticket. You're doing this. (laughs) And I had to privately message Jeremiah and just go, can you leave the kid alone? He already feels bad enough. I privately
1: messaged you and I said, listen, I'm simply going to teach him. That all he has to do is give up his fears and get on the bus. That's right. I said, <laughs> I said Stone, can you be at the bus station at 7 a.m.? And he's like, uh, I, I'm, I'm terrified of the – I don't know right. what Stone sounds like. He said, like. No, he I'm, said I'm, do I'm, not buy me a bus ticket. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I replied back, Stone, I need your middle initial
0: and email address. At, at one point, I just wrote in there, Dakota, what do I have to do to get you into this rebar today?
4: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was you
3: fantastic. see why
0: Jare's a salesman. <laughs>
2: It's, I, 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 I loved that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that let's hopefully uh, see. This is why people love when I'm on because I just beat up on uh, on the lovable Jeremiah. This is how you sharpen a knife That's by right. going up against an immovable object. Like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you must be very excited not to have people traipsing in and out of your house every oh, yes. every week. Very excited. The most excited person is Audrey.
2: It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. that bad. Right uh, it wasn't that bad for either one of us, like the cleaning was't bad. We keep the house clean anyway, and the, but after a while, man, it just kind of was like, okay,
3: well, here we go <laughs> and
2: it, and it wasn't like it wasn't like it was just I was doing a show with co-hosts right, people that I'm fr- good friends with. I was having strangers in and out of my home. yeah, and they
0: would normally show up before I would because yeah. I've done an ensemble show for seven years with people that are my best friends, on we are libertarians, and so every Thursday night, People have come in, but it's like, you know, now it's on Tuesdays. Harry comes every Tuesday. Uh, which, by the way, where's Harry? We'll talk about that. But, so, you no, know. I notified his boss. And. <laughs> but so we. We have an empty chair. We, we, you know, if I didn't have the show in my house, I wouldn't clean the toilet, I don't think. So, <laughs> it, it's good for me to have people in the house, but it does, it's like, ugh. You know, I don't. I wonder, know if it... I
2: wonder who's going to clean our toilet. The... We haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> we well, have a toilet. As of yesterday, this place mm-hmm. has a toilet. Thank whenever, you. Mark. Whenever, whenever uh, Chase Payton moves into the apartment upstairs, he's in charge of cleaning. Honestly, you need a chore chart.
0: You need to treat <laughs> uh, your chore co-host. Chart, yeah.
2: <laughs> do what I do. Treat
0: your co-hosts like the children they are, <laughs> and you're the boss. <laughs> And so,
2: yeah. Do you, do you hear that, Chase, Cade, and Danny? Right.
0: Yeah, uh, Chase, you've got uh, toilet duty next week. So, uh, so uh, invite Aaron out for BW threes. And then, by the way, can you clean that toilet? That's yeah. another thing, Dakota. Every time uh, oh, he yeah. wants, to, he wants to be friends. He, he invites. We get,
2: we get Tom Saundered.
0: like Tom Saunders, or Tom <laughs> no, Sawyer.
2: Not, Saunders, the state representative.
0: Yeah. So he invites our good friend Aaron out to hang out, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, Aaron's in a cross base because. He does cross space repair Uh for a
2: living. He's like, you know, while you're here, why don't you go crawl in my cross space?
3: No, it was. I have uh, also
2: been uh, uh, invited over for beers and a nice evening by the pool and ended up in the cross space doing electrical work for him. That was my birthday present. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He invites me to come do podcasts. Yeah. Oh, is that what he does? I then? chose a much better profession than you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah. You did. Yeah. You were much smarter in that endeavor. I've, I've, I was now. No one loves Being my friend, you've, n- you've
1: had some pretty good access. That's true. We've been to the Indy 500 together. That's right. We've been in the Ganassi suite together.
0: I've been to your home. You've been to my home. I've, I've seen been to your Garth. Home. Your dog. You, you met my dog. No one loves harder than Jeremiah. Sarah. Sarah is a lovely. Sarah is a lucky, lucky woman because no one will love harder than Jer. And if there's anything wrong, Mike, he will nag her until he finds out what it is. Mike, Mike Broyles. Uh, not Mike and Scott cleaning the toilets. The, they are. They are definitely uh, not. No. <laughs> no. I, I'm honored to have Jeremiah as a friend. He's he's a very nice person. He allows me to come and mock him on his show, and then he's throwing me a party this weekend. And we haven't really had a party all. Like, we had like 18 last summer. I mean, yeah. it was a it was lot. Not, of, okay, okay, Chris. Month.
2: What's the uh, what's the th- one thing that changed? He I has mean, a ring on his finger now. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to blame. I'm not going to blame
0: Sarah. If you guys need to, I will just sit over here quietly. It, it, <laughs> It just uh, seems like the fun stopped. There may be that's what I thought. There may be a fun sucker.
2: Here, <laughs> a fun sucker. A yeah, fun sucker. The, no, uh, the mosquito of fun.
0: No, it is not Sarah's fault at all. It it is uh, Tad. Tad wants the doors opened. Open the doors. <laughs> Let's find the doors. Tad just he knows his horses are on the other side of this barn. That's the stable for Tad Western back there. Mm-hmm. No, between my summer and Jeremiah's summer, we were talking about this the other day. There hasn't been a single weekend that we could have even done a party had we wanted to. Yeah. This yeah. is this it. This is the first been, opportunity. Literally. This summer's
2: been the most insane summer and it's gone by so fast. Too much. Yeah. Too much going on. Uh, Jer nah. loves it. He loves Jer, people. Jerry if Jer's not busy, he will make a crisis <laughs> himself. <laughs> 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 no. I, have you Jeremiah ever spent more than 10 minutes alone?
1: Yeah, I've, I I I was in the car. For the last two days alone, I drove to Akron and back yesterday. I mean, just I had a, I had an emergency pickup lunch with Hannah, with our friend <laughs> Hannah
0: in he, in Cuyahoga Falls. He hadn't on been a, ten minutes notice. He hadn't been a friend in more than four hours, and so he had to be. Yeah, I need friendship. Yeah. He's he's like today. He, I'll tell you, bo- uh, just, just, literally y'all, today. Y'all got any more of them friends <laughs> today?
1: Kyle Hopwood, who watches this show, and he's he's a vendor of mine for the day job. He texts me. He's like, man, the babysitter called in sick. Uh, so I need to cancel our lunch today. I'm like, why? Cause you can't bring the kid. I mean, it's not like you're trying to impress somebody. It's just me, man. He's like, all right. Yeah. Okay. We can give it a shot. He's got a 10, month, an 11 month old baby at home. So he's like, well, we can go to this one place over at, you know, north, north on Dayton or whatever. All right. And he's like, there's three restaurants or whatever. And it's like Don Pablo's, uh, TGI Fridays and Hooters. I'm like, ah, <laughs> we could have two men and a baby at Hooters. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The, Father the,
2: of the year. I'm sure Sarah's watching this, you know. She, did, uh, did the waitress mention how nice it was for those two gay men to adopt a baby? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, She we're probably doing felt this. the we, most comfortable with you two than she has in a very long we, time. We go
1: in job. and there's like four kids in there. I'm like, he's, he wasn't even sure they were going to have a high chair and there's, it's like, it's like, Kate, uh, the the place with the mouse.
0: Well, basically, from my chucky, childhood, chucky Cheese. Based on my childhood, I know that they do have booster seats at uh, Hooters. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> dad, my dad uh, made a frequent was a frequent visitor after he and my mom had a, you know they, a difference of, of opinion. Like I'll live here and you won't, and so uh, <laughs> my sixteenth birthday party was at Hooters, and so I went all the time as a kid, but. You know they they there was a story out that Hooters they're blaming millennials for Hooters closing down locations because we like butts now and we boobs. don't like boobs. But back me up. Like I don't think it's that. I think that guys our age are more respectful. I think things like the Me Too movement and having female friends, like I had female friends talk to me about what like what emotional impact there is when a guy leers at them for instance at work and like how uncomfortable that makes them and And so to go to Hooters, I went for the first time in years, like about four or five months ago, and it just didn't
2: feel right. I felt uncomfortable. Yeah, you feel like... It's it's like you can't even just look around the restaurant comfortably. Yeah. I, at least I can't. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't about. want to be uncomfortable when I eat. Yeah. I, I went and for chicken wings and salad, and I had a lovely time. <laughs> and then the other thing <laughs> about like Hooters new, new is friends. that the food just isn't that great. I would rather go to Buffalo
0: Wild Wings. Now, let's not upset any potential sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know man i think the hooters food is really good and that's one of the bummers for me is you know the curly fries the cheese sauce Do you really, you really I,
2: think it's good i
0: it's like every chain restaurant none of the food is as good as 20 years ago there's something about the the world's restaurants that and, and, and maybe it's my taste buds but it just seems like the quality at every chain restaurant that you go to is greatly dis- diminished over the last like decade but uh, at least since the recession, and so yeah,
2: it's not as good as it was, but it's still I think pretty good. Hmm. Uh, I I've never been a, a huge fan. I always get the buffalo shrimp whenever I go. He, I'm sorry to interrupt you, as I'm I'm doing a lot tonight. He's inviting <laughs> Chase. He's
0: so he's so excited Chase, to have friends. He's Chase in, was Chase was, uh, oh, Chase was he, like, I didn't think I was supposed
1: to come to this one. I said, it, well, You can. We're half Jeremiah
2: old, is that Jeremiah is terrified of not having a fourth a third co host. Yeah, no, he, he is, doesn't think. Listen, Chris, he he has such little faith. I, in have, your I have no faith that Spangle can carry a show. I, I do. <laughs> I do
0: ten hours a week. I work at a radio show. I do every single day the Chris Spangle show. I do. Uh, my uh, a podcast where I talk into a microphone for twenty to forty five minutes.
2: I've Let's been talk really, about that for a I've been I've really enjoyed, enjoying.
1: Yeah, the last two weeks or so, you've had the Chris Spengel show yeah. going every day, and Tad Talk has all of a sudden been resurrected. Yeah, yep. TTD. Uh, and I listened to Tad talk about nine eleven yesterday, that, <laughs> oh, and God. he did a very good job. Uh, it was it was excellent.
0: Tad Talk is one of the um undiscovered gems on the we Are Libertarians Network. Mm-hmm. And so Tad has done this show for a long time and at one point had 1,500 downloads an episode, which is huge. That's crazy. It's, it's big. Like, it, it is, uh, it's a lot like most podcasts the average is 200 downloads an episode. Really?
2: Yeah, that's the average that's for most possible.
0: That's it. We blow it we Yeah, we're. We no, blow, I mean most people make it 7 to 10 episodes and they go, I'm not making money and I'm not famous yet. Why am I not famous yet? So I'm not doing this anymore. It's it's an expensive hobby. It's, you know, it is for me a side job. And so people have weird expectations when they get into this but tad you know kind of hit a wall and kind of pod faded after about 18 which is not abnormal he came on weird libertarians and you know he he came in he rode his horse into the into the weird <laughs> libertarian studio and i took the whip off of his horse and i cracked it on his back and i said tad you're a great man you're you have 2 million downloads in turkey alone <laughs> you have so much talent to give the bots the turkey bots you have to do more you have the audience The audience every day begs me, more Tad. And he said— His
2: show actually is really, really good. It
0: is. So Tad, what Tad does is it's a libertarian comedian's look at the daily news. And it's a fun listen because he doesn't talk—he talks about the news, but he also talks about, like— Tad's just reading the internet.
1: And and it's great. And you hear Tad literally clicking through, reading the story, and going, oh, God, these people are dumb. And he reads the story, and yeah. then you get a little quick quip, and it's just – you go story to story to story. Yeah.
0: And it's normally stuff you've read. You've seen it, so right. you have an idea what the story is. Uh, it's, it's a great show. Tad is one of the, the – We Are Libertarians is blessed with a lot of talent. James knees for instance, is one of the mods on 4chan. Like he's one of the pioneers of the internet, basically, of all the horrible <laughs> things you see, ma- mainly. James,
1: James niece is the reason why Aaron Dickin is afraid. Still,
0: still just a little nervous to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Stone was coming up. We were like, maybe we shouldn't invite James. Uh, we don't want to corrupt uh, young Stone. But... <laughs> Uh the uh who was I talking about? Tad. Tad is one of the original we about James Nice. Tad is one of the original viral sensations on YouTube. He had millions of That's hits. That's right.
2: I forgot about that.
0: For a basketball video. For basketball dunking and white rapping. And then he <laughs> the was white, white rapping. White rapping. Uh,
2: his
1: SoundCloud is still full of, oh. of of of
0: hits he dropped back uh, in 07. He,
2: he didn't become famous. He didn't catch the break that Post Malone did. No. How sad. How sad is that?
0: He was one of the first people to get banned off of YouTube. <laughs> was he really yes pre alex jones <laughs> <laughs> Pre he was a decade ahead of his time so tad just has like this very funny he's one of the funniest people i've ever met and he's got this character tad western and uh it's no holds barred it's a it's quite a shootout every day so rustle you up some at uh, we are libertarians.com or look for it on your podcast app the chris spangle show the boss hog of liberty we are libertarians is the flagship show uh, the Brian Nichols show, which is a great interview program, and Brian does a really good job of covering. He talked to a Democrat. I listened to that episode. What is that about? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, uh, Talk to him.
1: Uh, Brian lists, uh, had on a guy from, uh, Herkimer, New York. Right. Uh, Northern New York. So it's, it, and it's actually comes within about three miles, the district that he, this guy's running for, uh, from where I lived in, in New York, where, yeah. I was, where I was brought up. Uh, and he's a very progressive fellow, but his, his entire last episode was, hey, we need to replace the people in politics because it's the old people that are in it for themselves and we we need to elect millennials and, and younger people no matter what they are because they're they're actually gonna they're not gonna be motivated by getting in government and getting yeah. rich. It's a really really interesting
0: episode. Yeah, so he's up to like episode thirty five or thirty six, you guys are up to seventy seven, tad's up you know, in the thirties, he's doing a daily show, I'm doing a daily show. We're doing two a week for We Are Libertarians. You know, and, uh, everybody who's on the network right now is really dedicated, really motivated to do a good job, and has an interesting point of view that is unique. And I, I am, uh, I'm a libertarian, but I'm not, uh, your average libertarian. I'm, I'm probably more moderate, um, think you're
1: okay I, with those stop signs.
0: Well, I think people, people would look at me on, like, Facebook, and they some people are like, you're a Trump supporter, and then other people are like, you're such a leftist, and then other people are like, you're an Alex Jones supporter, and then other people are like, you're so centrist. Why don't you write for the Weekly Standard? And, like, I want it that way, and I want a network full of people who have that same point of view, who have a different way of looking at things, a different way of thinking about things, and have an irreverent pre- presentation style. I think what you guys have done here at Boss Hog of Liberty, what I really love about what you guys have done is you had to make a choice because I choose to be as broad as possible. I want as many people to listen. I don't do a show for libertarians. My podcasts are not for libertarians. My podcasts are for regular people who want to understand the news, and it's from a libertarian point of view. And so you're going to like it because it's different and it's not Sean Hannity or Rachel Maddow. It's going to make you mad half the time. It's going to You know, make you mad. You're going to love the other half, depending on where you come from. But it's not just catered towards libertarians. And so I have a different way of looking at things. And I try to be as broad as possible because I want to I want a broad audience. And, um, you know, that's paid off. But you guys, when you started this, you know, Jared, you specifically, you weren't really... And nobody, I don't think anybody really knows when they start a podcast. You just start talking and figure it out as you go. It's always totally different 20 episodes in. If it's not, then you're not doing a good job. Like, And so, you know, we're now up to like 318 episodes on We Are Libertarians. I'm 20 into the Chris Spangle show, and it's already kind of evolving. And uh, you guys are 75, 77 in. And what you you had to make a choice at a certain point of do we want to do a broad show for a libertarian audience and get we are libertarians listeners or do we want to do a show that's locally
2: focused a show that is really
0: targeted towards the henry county community newcastle
2: locality and the place that we are in the local the local issues came naturally for us because that's uh, what we pay attention to anyway right that's what we had already been paying attention to uh both of us are really heavily involved in the local libertarian party, and, and yeah. it was the, so we we kind of have to pay attention to those issues because of that reason. All right. So yeah. because of that, it, then— uh, And we like having guests, and it's a whole lot easier to get local
3: guests. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, totally but, easier. Uh,
1: but we, we can get people from Indianapolis. We've had people come up all the way from, sure. from damn near Louisville, uh, but on the regular and having con- continuing contributors, when you deal with those types of issues, it makes it— it makes it very possible. And I'll
0: be honest, I've never really done interviews because I hate the whole Skype setup. I hate adjusting schedules. I hate having to run home from work early, or having to like take a big chunk of a Saturday. Or you know, I just like, I, God bless Brian Nichols and what he does, or our friends over at Lions of Liberty and and the Johnny Rocket the the Blast Off Podcast now with Johnny Rocket. But I just I just don't I've never wanted to do that kind of show because I think guests are such a hassle. And I think what you guys have done with your guests is you've taken people and we we make sh- a ridiculous demand that they show up in person. Except for Robin
1: Miller, pretty much every guest we've had has yeah. been an in-person guest.
2: Yeah, and and uh, well, here's the thing too: is that uh, the the people that we have on there's a, there's this problem in Henry County and in other counties all around the state and around the nation. Yeah, the turkey got killed. <laughs> yeah, that is a big problem. It <laughs> big was a problem. crisis. But uh, there's this problem in all these counties where the county people don't know who their county officials are. Yeah, they don't know who is uh, running the boards. They don't know who is on their. Different councils, they don't know who their state representative is. They just know their names if they even voted. Yeah. Right? And you so, know
1: somebody's, you know somebody's in government, but you don't know. Well, okay. So you're, you're a county councilman or you're a county yeah. commissioner. What and does you that think, do and how yeah. is that different than the next guy? What, why what hasn't our
2: for? county council adapted this uh, ordinance yet? Well, here's why. Yeah. Let the county councilor explain to you why this is going on or why they didn't adopt this ordinance because that's not their job. Like, right. That coming from the elected officials and having and providing them a platform is also is almost as valuable to us uh, as anything. It's huge because what you
0: find, what's great about new media is that, um, you know, working with old media over the last 15 years, you watch national and, you know, like Jonathan Martin, who works for the New York Times. I met him when he worked for Politico. I, I've worked with people like, um, I don't want to name any local names, but I've worked with a lot of people. There's some really good journalists who are trying to do what a good journalist should do, which is show up and notice things and then report on what exactly happened at that event. And there's not a lot of that. And so what I try to do is I don't try to have a point of view. I try to just watch what's going on or notice things in my own life or notice patterns and trends around me or in the news and then talk about that stuff. Because I think there's so much media out there that has an agenda already set, and they're just showing up to fill out the quotes. And so what like a Joe Rogan does, for instance, is he sits down with somebody like Elon Musk and just lets him talk for an hour and a half. And yeah, he may not press him on some of the bigger issues involving his companies, but you get a sense of who the guy is. You actually see who the human being is. And that's the great thing about podcasting, and you know the new media platform that you guys have set up is that you're allowing those those people to become human to your local community. You can, Whereas get
1: you it, can get a guest to come on your show because they right. know you're not going to come on for four minutes, get to make barely make a point. Right. The guest interrupts you and you move on. Right, right. Joe Rogan or our show or you know, it, we're libertarians. You actually get the opportunity to sit there and explain yourself. And we're not going to rush off to break. We're not going to disappear. You're not going to lose your opportunity.
0: And God bless your local newspaper. They do what they can with the limited resources they have. But they're still stuck in that old mindset of show up, get a quote, plug it into the story. Here's what has always been important to the newspaper. Well, what you guys are doing is you're saying, okay, let's have this guy on and find out what's important to that person you know, and ask questions and what's important to us. Things like... The doughboy, like, what's going on with this? What's going on with wind? Let's take a camera and show it up. And this is something that I saw. Um, your buddies here. Uh, what our, I saw. Our buddy. When I uh, when I st- <laughs> worked for the Libertarian Party of Indiana, I traveled around the state to almost uh, probably seventy five percent of the counties. There's ninety two, so I went to a lot of counties. And what I found is that every single county in this state, and I have now since learned pretty much every single county in this country has a big project that some local politician wants to put
2: their name on, it's gonna cost the county a hundred million dollars, and it probably could cost fifty. And, and fifteen percent of the residents hate it. Right. Sixty-five percent don't know that it's there. Exactly. And then the other twenty, twenty percent are okay with it. Yeah. And but so, that fifteen percent is always the, the most incredibly loud group of people that yep. you've ever seen in your life, and those twenty people, twenty percent that are in favor of it, they don't care. Yeah. Right? So they don't, they just think, oh, okay, our government has uh, its hands in this and it's going to happen. Like, whether I'm not thinking of anything specific, but that just seems how every single project that, that passes through the hands of local government app, ha- like, that's the way that it works.
0: I saw, I met Jared through his parents because I knew his parents a year or two before I knew him. And so it's 2009, I think, 2010. Probably my mom and dad picked my friends for me. Yeah, exactly. I heard
2: he was close
1: to your mom.
5: Hey
2: guys, (laughs) hey guys. Hey, welcome
1: welcome Chase Payton to the studio. Hey guys, watch this.
2: Watch this.
1: (laughs) Dakota's gonna get up and leave. So what I,
0: what I saw with Jeremiah's parents, they joined the Libertarian Party, they formed a county party, and their first order of business was to take a, a camcorder, a camera, out to the local county commissioners meetings. And ask questions, and you would have thought that they were terrorists, because all of a the sudden these people who have been there for twenty five years who have never seen a person who they represent, because nobody goes to the county commissioner or county council meetings they're they're panicking oh it's it cre- it, it creates because
1: a lot of discomfort the first time a camera shows up at a at a meeting
0: and you would you would not believe how many of those like the impulse is to immediately shut that down no don't put this on YouTube. What are you doing that for? And so what What your parents were able to do is save the taxpayers a lot of money because these people were getting away with BS and secret. They're not bad people. It's just they have a certain way of thinking, and somebody new showed up, and they think, well, nobody's really paying attention, so we don't have to be that tough on this. And what I saw your parents do with a video camera was change the way that local government worked. And so what you guys have done at Boss Hog of Liberty is – put a shell around that. That's fun. So do some of that stuff, go keep local government accountable, but then at the same time, have a fun interaction with people, talk with local officials, you know, find people like chase who are funny and, uh, and that that people want to listen to and then find people like Cade. And so then you have, (laughs) so you, you end up having like a really, um, interesting dynamic in the community and I think you guys have shown that libertarians are not crazy, that they have uh they have and deserve a seat at the table, and that they can serve in their local government. And I think that every county in the United States should have a boss hog of liberty, you know. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication. You guys probably spend five to ten hours a piece. You and in Dakota on about the boss hog of liberty. It costs you money out of your pocket, but pretty much anything worth doing does. It takes effort and so if you actually want to change the way that your government functions you've got to put some time and effort into it the yeah. uh guys it's kind of hot in here <laughs>
1: honestly yeah I'm gonna pick this up
0: yeah
1: we don't need any strippers on here chase <laughs> uh-oh
0: oh uh-oh. wind farms are cool oh, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> wow hi, hi. boomers suck oh i like this show would you get me one is this custom uh, What this did, what did you do oh no if you don't get me, my birthday is Saturday. <laughs> I want a three X of that. But flip it around. Put the wind farms on the back and boomers suck on the front. I, I don't know. To, I I didn't this know had to this get this is custom. Made.
1: Do you, is this an iron on? Do you print this yourself?
5: I uh, I I sent the picture online, <laughs> and they uh, they built it for me.
1: Wind farms are cool, people. <laughs> <laughs> what a troll job, Chase. It's very funny. Unreal
2: someone like Harry Price that uh, ended up printing that? Yes, <laughs> I kept it Harry. local.
0: Yes. You, yeah. <laughs> Uh So, you know, I don't know where we're at in the show. but no, I, we're doing fine. I want to – uh so any any response to that? I mean, you guys have seen uh, a lot of changes here. Speak of the devil. There's Cade you himself. You spoke him into existence. I did. I know. You make one joke the and he crowd, came here to kick my ass. The crowd is uh, showing. That. You what wanna, I've
2: been doing. I've been trying to look for the mic cord <laughs> and a mic so that Cade can talk to <laughs> you. You want to
5: share a seat with me?
2: I uh, don't uh, uh, Hey. We'll sit on Dakota,
0: that. Dakota, I got a cord.
2: I Don't
5: got a, a, a mic a in my time. bag
0: and that camera bag over there. Uh, I have another mic. All right, cool.
1: Yeah. So the, uh, the the nice thing that's happened here and the response to the Hog Liberty podcast since we started showing up with our camera at meetings, one people want to see the video. They're very yeah. excited that we're there. The elected officials have actually begun to embrace it. Right. To the point where they're saying, hey, are you going to come cover this meeting? Because they want to make sure that the things that get said, people end up playing the game of telephone. Hey, this kind of happened at a meeting and and we didn't, you know, well, that's not actually what happened. Now, now people actually understand what's going on. So the city of Newcastle has gone out and they are putting in high definition video cameras in their city council chambers like Rushville has done following us, basically. Yeah. They they took our lead and they've talked to us and looked at the, the equipment we've used
0: And they're developing that for themselves. Here's the problem with that, though, is that you end up with grandstanding. And that can be one risk of this. It is important because people don't have time to go out and just hang out. They don't have time to, you know, they've got kids, the kids have soccer and homework, and there's so many demands. You know, Cade's a dad. He can, he can speak to that. It's hard to carve out time to, to go and do things. And if it is available online for people to kind of watch if they're, if they're interested, Secondly, if you're a candidate and you're running for office and you aren't attending these meetings, like even if you're running for a, a congressional race, if you're not attending your hometown meetings and county council meetings, you're not doing your job as a candidate because you really need to understand the local issues.
5: Is this weird for you? No,
2: I, I was, la- I was still laughing so at the shirt. You need to show if, Cade. If you're listening, oh.
1: if you're listening, uh, and, then and you don't the have a video. Look at the back. Dakota got up to try to make accommodations <laughs> for Cade. Chase stole his spots. Front and center. This
5: is my new podcaster. You want your spot back? Because this is kind of <laughs> weird. It's all right. I'm okay.
2: Okay. It's a little bit cooler over here. That's yeah. a, I was trying to see what was going on with. The so air this place is really cool.
1: Yeah, this is the first time you've been in here. Dakota and oh. I have been coming over on the regular, trying to get this set up, and I
2: think this is first time for. Kate I think that uh, Jeremiah was just trying Kate to low key shame chase it for not helping. Uh. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I almost
5: offered my services.
2: So and then I was like. Nah. He was too busy making a shirt. <laughs>
0: you were el- <laughs> you were elected head toilet cleaner though. I I heard that part. Um, <laughs> that's fine. I'll no, do no, you next week. No, no, don't you, don't you let him boss you around. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, let me, no, let me talk to, I'm talking to Cade and yourself. Okay. Danny already knows this because Danny's had to put up with this forever. <laughs> Danny's not new to the family. When uh, Jeremiah fancies himself a life coach. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. He <laughs> likes to help. Chase, Chase knows. And sometimes you just have to say, you know what, I appreciate how much you love friendship and how much you want to be my friend, but leave me the. F- Alone, I, I'm starting to learn that because he's forced me into a lot of stuff I right.
2: just don't
5: want
0: to do.
2: Yeah, it took a while for me to chase, but then I learned: that if you say no, you don't hurt his feelings. Right, he's a salesman,
5: so I will volunteer though. First week at the toilet cleaning because I I want to get it out of the way. We probably won't mess it up too much. But when it's your turn, Jer, I am just gonna blast it.
0: I I can't hear hear him. Yes, (laughs) I will. I will definitely
5: eat the ghost peppers again just for Jeremiah's cleaning day. Try that, uh,
0: Cade. Working now. Yeah, there you go. There you there you go. I I'm going to personally. Uh, Demolish that toilet <laughs> Because <bit. laughs> I've had to put up with this For eight, nine
2: years
1: Nine years it? We just had nine our nine year years?
0: Facebook anniversary
1: I know You got me nothing
3: <laughs> Yeah You got me uh, nothing uh, Other than this podcast He and was a- going
2: to He was going to buy you something At the Dollar General Which is where we were Before we started the show And uh, we ended up making him Put it away like he was a kid In Walmart
0: <laughs> 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 Do you know how much I do for this show? <laughs> do you know oh, how much This show cost me? Please tell me Seven dollars? No, much more than that. Many, many services. You're on iHeartRadio now. We are. I, not only do you get services that I pay for, you get my knowledge, which is $150 an hour value. Really? By the way, yeah. Those are
2: lawyer rates, man. Uh, yeah, well, I'm a
0: <laughs> 15 year veteran. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Look, if I can make you guys into local celebrities, then I'm really good.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: but, Jer? Yes. Sometimes I don't feel I feel I feel appreciated too much in certain areas, and not enough in others. Uh, what areas I, do you feel like you're know. too much? Do you, do you feel like we
1: should have two per- birthday parties a year for
0: you? Is that I'm going to need 25 percent of your Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, here come the taxes. Well, okay. that, I
2: feel it's only right that you start tithing, Chris. That would have been okay. Before he made his wife drop her Patreon donation. I
0: wasn't going to bring this up because, <laughs> as
2: you know, I'm a classy, classy man
0: with manners. And uh, one day I log into my Patreon. We're growing. We're go- It's fantastic. Everything's moving forward. Big. Like hundreds of dollars a month because people love what people all the time are telling me. We love we are libertarians <laughs> and what you're doing. Then I had one drop and it was Sarah Morrill. And I thought, I'm hurt. Yeah, you but
1: think, I understand. You think maybe it's an accident. Maybe her, her card went
0: bad. So you go and you check the comments. Yeah. Jer made me do it. <laughs> and you I know what? I got thrown under the bus so hard. I don't, I don't blame Sarah. I blame you.
2: She, see, she knows that I'm the one that does all the Patreon stuff. Right. So she put the exact same comment on ours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jer made me do it. Now, is this a consolidation of
1: household finances? Well, it seems silly to take money out of the left pocket and then give it back to
2: the right pocket. They they have to start and
1: saving money up for the new baby. We can't make that announcement yet, Chase. Oh, sorry, I can't wait it's, to meet little a boy. Chris.
2: No, but um, my wife and Jeremiah's wife were drinking at Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> yesterday and had a long conversation about when they are going to have children. Were you? It were was, you a little uncomfortable? No, I was just sitting there listening. Like, why are we having? Like, why is this conversation <laughs> how, going? How on?
5: long are you giving them?
2: Them? Yeah. Um, Sarah last night said 14 months, 14 months, (laughs) I'm saying, I
0: I, I, word on the street is he's trying faster than that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, I, all I know is that there's about seven years left and I'm, I'm up 50 bucks on Dakota. Yep. Is there a bet? Yeah, there was a bet. Yeah, there was a bet made poolside on probably episode six.
2: I that was it was a while ago. It, it, was, it was pre-married me. Oh yeah, yeah. Ba- idealistic,
0: non-beaten-down Dakota. Yeah. Non-beaten like, oh, Dakota we'll Bag when you <laughs> were well, a virgin, yeah. Yeah. and, <laughs> and at that
2: time, Audrey was going to. She was trying to be a doctor, so she was going to be going to medical school, and it was like now well, she's just, just trying not to be depressed. <laughs> now, she, now she's like. Now she's like, you know what? Let's just get a job. I'm over college. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't want to do eight more years of this. Yeah. Probably not a bad idea. That's, that's what I did. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> like,
0: oh, what do I need to finish my degree for? Yeah. Um, I did that after two years. So, yeah. Look so at you we, now. You <laughs> make eight I times have a what. I studio. Yeah. Before. <laughs> you yeah, had podcast money.
1: Before yeah. everybody started rolling in here, you were talking about your shows. Right. And one of the shows is The Chris Spangle Show. That's right. The latest episode, episode 19, is is basically, best I can describe it as you confessing because well, you were afraid there might be charges at some point. Yeah, I reason. wanted
0: Dakota to finish praising the shows and how great they are, but he just walked away. So I'll let him get back to that afterwards. But, um, so... The Chris Spangle Show is basically a twenty-minute conversation between me and the audience. So we are Libertarians is very produced. Do you and take very, phone
1: calls so that um, they can get back to you? No,
0: no. I don't want to hear from the audience. I want to talk at them. I mean, talk to them. It's a one-way. And uh, so, you know, it, it's a commitment because you've got a. It's a different muscle than doing a one show or two show a week thing because doing a daily show is. It, it, Tad and I have talked about this. It's a lot different and it 's different in a fun way, but it 's also different in a hard way because you have to con- like you don 't it 's more of a constant churn than than just like a you know save your best stuff for this two hours um, because you 're putting out so much more so you know you have to h- anytime you get some spare time you 've got to like take the time to record and sit down, and so I was going to do kind of some reflection on nine eleven and uh, I was going to go to a park because I was doing an interview with our friend Abdul at WIBC uh, at 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And I had finished up at the BMV. I had scheduled three hours for the BMV. And I was like, okay. But it took an hour and a half. And so I had some time to kill. So I went to the Kennedy King Park in Indianapolis where Robert Kennedy gave this amazing speech the night that Martin Luther King was killed. It's this five-minute speech, but it's so moving. If you've never heard it, go look it up on YouTube. And, uh, so there's a monument there of Kennedy and King, and it's just kind of a cool place. And I thought, you know, it's the only park between me and where I'm going, and that'd be a great place to record a podcast. So I get there, and, um, I walk out, and, like, I'm gonna... They had added some new monuments. They had added, like, this headstone with a bunch of the speech written on it, so I went and got a photo of that. And then, to my right was this... That was three Asians and uh, two (laughs) girls and a guy they were all about 20 25 and they were standing in front of this mural on this wall that's like 20 feet high of king and kennedy and taking photos with signs and it had something about korea and peace and uh, so i was like okay they must be like north or i mean south korean and there must be students so i'll go over and see what they're doing so I go over and I engage them because I'm I'm uh, curious and I you know maybe there's content here. It's a perspective that I've not heard before.
2: And boy, was there content! There was content.
0: <laughs> and so, you know, they didn't really speak great English. I don't think the two of them two of them didn't speak English. Uh, Judy didn't speak English. Cy, he didn't speak English. This was their Cy names was there. And then, they just, um, they just like
1: opened up the American book and said, ah, that's the name.
0: <laughs> yes. And then uh, I think her name was Selena or C- Cecilia or something. And, uh, she spoke some English. And so I said, so what are you guys here for? And they said, we, we want the pe- we want the peace with the United States and we don't want the war anymore. And we want, we want the two, we want, uh, there to be one unified Korea. I said, great. I agree with you. Uh So I started asking them more questions um, just because I wanted to, like, all right, you know, maybe there's some point of view here because it's not – you don't run into people from South Korea that are politically motivated every day in Indianapolis. Yeah. And so <laughs> – but – None of their answers really added up. Like they all kind of like made sense, but not from a point of view that I've ever really heard, except for when I watched Netflix movies about North Korea, <laughs> and they were very interested in one Korea, but they didn't want two states, which is not normal. They uh, they they had just like that's kind of something we've right. heard the last little while though,
3: the last
1: six <laughs> months or so since Trump solved our North Korean problem. Yes, that they're going to reunify. They they yeah, did but
2: b- he previously himself. to that. It's always been we want a. Uh, one United Korean Peninsula Right But we want two separate two states Two separate states Right And it That's because still the mainstream opinion over there But you're starting to hear that little Exactly Chirp
0: So the, the, a lot of stuff just didn't really add up in their story But it was fine Because maybe there's a language barrier there And it's probably nothing So, you know, I I said, hey, I do a podcast, you know, I've got thousands of people listening across the the country that are really sympathetic to your point of view. So I want to get your information because I'd love to do a podcast with you maybe or like have more information on your group. So let me give you my contact info and their eyes lit up. And so. Always <laughs> oh, <he's> a celebrity. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and I always drop that card because if I want to interview somebody, I want it to be worth their time. Like I don't, like I use audience size to make sure that they understand that they're not like just talking to me and a hundred other libertarians. Like, uh, cause I, I, that's the, another reason that I never did interviews is because it, to me it never made sense for them to talk to like such a minuscule amount of the population. But so now that it is kind of worth somebody's while, I will say that. And so they go, Oh, before you go, can we get a photo? I said, Oh, absolutely. I'd love to get a photo. Now I'm thinking we're going to take a selfie. Of course. Right. We're, cause these are, you know, teen, like basically teenagers. These are millennials. These little 20 year olds. You think right? you're going to take a puppy face picture. Right. We're yeah. going to get out the Snapchat. <laughs> I'm going to have the dog ears, all that, yeah. all that stuff. And you're so are be Larry, your, your famous character, Larry, that they <laughs> took away from him. Right. I'll take a selfie with you. Right. And so they go, Okay. You stand here. And then all of a sudden they unfurl the banner. They, they stand on one side of me. The kid gets down to get the whole mural. I look over and the girl has the black power fist <laughs> like this. And I went, no. <laughs> Cause in my mind, I've just turned into John Kerry and this is my swift boat moment. And I, uh,
1: career is over.
0: I will never be able to run for office because it was clearly a propaganda photo. And having, having. The guy that doesn't speak
4: English said got him. You heard, yeah. you heard, that one clearly. No.
0: They literally, before we took the photo, I was talking and he's like, yeah, sure, I'd love to. And then he says something and they go, oh yeah. I was like, oh, what does oh yeah mean? <laughs> well, it means propaganda photo. And so I, so they unfurl and I'm standing there and I like, I like smile real big for the camera and then I realize what's happening. Because I they they managed to meet the one person in Indiana that has spent hours studying North Korean propaganda,
1: <laughs> and because, I because you have a bit of a reputation, dear leader.
0: Uh, that's part of the problem is that I have photoshops of my face on Kim Jong Un all over the place. I talk about North Korean peace. People jokingly call me dear leader. Like the Ministry of Friendship and Propaganda is our Facebook group at We Are Libertarians, <laughs> and so I'm thinking, okay, because that was part of. But I also wanted to understand, like, their culture and how, like, they structure the North Korean society. But I also thought it'd be funny to, like, find out, like, the propaganda phrases and then turn that into, like, libertarian phrases because it's the juxtaposition that's funny. And so I know a lot about North Korean propaganda, and so yes. I am now in my mind sitting there thinking, I'm- "They think they've got the Rush Limbaugh of America, and they're going to use this photo for propaganda because what <laughs> they do." Somebody asked, "How would they use this photo?" Well, so they they push a few narratives that the American government is bloodthirsty and they want to start a war at all times. They'll they'll come and rape our country and our people, and th- that. But at the same time. Even their own people don't agree with them. Look, even their people think that the American government is wrong. And so this photo, in their mind, they're talking to somebody who has like any kind of political influence, which I don't, yeah. and they're gonna- Oh, this, don't, be,
1: don't be shy.
0: This is going to be used. I'm gonna. This is going to pop up. I'm going to end up on a no fly list. Anything.
3: (laughs) Your face is on a missile somewhere right
0: now. (laughs) I'm just being painted. I was just being friendly. Are you
5: are you friends with Rocket Man on Facebook? Yeah. No. I I I thought I was just being blocked
2: on Twitter.
0: (laughs) You know, like they weren't very clear where they were from. They were here on a visiting visa. It was all very sketchy, and they uh, gave no details. I
2: want to point out. uh, We were talking about all the podcasters. Earlier and I was bragging on them, but I I do try to listen to the Chris Spangler show daily because it, it is you are pushing out really quality content. You're Thank the you. the Ben Shapiro of uh, centrism, and uh, so I opened up the feed Over today. The middle of the road. <laughs> I open up the feed today and it says he's complimenting me. Shut up! <laughs> it says how I ended up in North Korea propaganda. That's <laughs> what I thought. What is this? So I listened through it. It's, it's only a 15 minute episode right. and I listened. to it. I was laughing the whole time and then, uh, because you recorded like five minutes after it happened. Yeah. The second. And, and I'll explain why in a moment. I got to the destination that I was going to as I was listening to the podcast and I opened up my Facebook feed and the first picture that pops up is the picture of you with the banner. <laughs> so I immediately like,
0: I'm like, uh oh. Because if I'm right, and th- this is North Korean propaganda, this could be very tr- problematic for me, right? So, you never know what the Homeland Security you're, folks you're or disappear. the NSA will find right. It could be, it could be a problem on, on, in America or in North Korea. So, I immediately, like, walk away a little bit and take a photo of them. And then I'm like, hey, could you text me that photo? So, I have their phone number. They texted me the photo you know, I got, I got the license plate number. Like I took, I did certain things to make sure that if I were in a jam, I had all these I've pieces of information. I've seen this before.
1: All of that would just disappear. Right. Yeah.
0: And so. You were still in trouble. Uh, they texted me the photo, which I'm so happy they did because it's hilarious. Because they are they are very menacing and all in black. And then I look like
2: I am crapping my pants. <laughs> you, the the look on your face is like if you've ever gone through a haunted house and the guy jumps out at you, but they flash the camera at the same time to try to get you to buy a picture at yes. the end. That is Chris's face. like The guy jumping out at him, he just is pure in sheer terror (laughs) it's episode
0: 19 of the chris spangle show i've got the photo in the post on we libertarians.com so just go look for that or you can go look through my cover photos on facebook (laughs) and so i immediately walk away i'm like what am i gonna do because i can't just like not say anything to anybody so i immediately get a i pull out my twitter and facebook i'm like if this were ever to come back on me (laughs) then i should make this as public as humanly possible right now for two reasons first If I get, if this comes up again and this is what I think it is, I have been very transparent about it. And two, it's hilarious. And also,
2: (laughs) if you get suicided, we all know why. (laughs) And so
0: I I immediately tweet out 100% chance that I was just photographed for North Korean propaganda. Immediately started getting likes. I start, I post the photos of them so people can see that I'm, you know, what's going on. And I had my field recorder with me because I was going to do a podcast. So I walk away from them, and I immediately start recording this episode because I want an accurate record. Because if I'm ever asked about this, my memory is not great. And so I want it on tape, exactly everything that I remember, along with the photos, and so, and it's also very funny. Uh, so it's, it's, it's too, so, and then I met our friend Abdul and I immediately like, I haven't texted or emailed the person, uh, from the see something, say something people, but I do have contacts at the local, uh, FBI office if I need to. Um, but someone on, um, so here's the best, here's something that wasn't in the episode that you may not even know Dakota. So I go to the circle, because that's where Abdul's at. So I'm standing on the, the monument. circle in
1: downtown Indianapolis.
0: Right. And so it's a very public, open space. And I'm standing outside on the monument. I pull out my laptop. I pull out my recorder. And I'm going to edit this and upload it immediately, because it's very funny. It <laughs> won't take that long. And so I'm standing there editing with my computer. The guy, this homeless guy, sees that I have a computer, so he thinks I have money. And so uh, <laughs> so he walks up to me. He's like, hey, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm like, I'm not so well. Because I've already got this planned out, how this is going to go. I'm not so well. Oh, that's too bad. What's wrong? I just got photographed for North Korean propaganda. <laughs> and he imme- he immediately goes, what? <laughs> I go, uh yeah. It was just not. It's I'm not. It, things are not good right now. I sound as and I'm like sounding as panicked You're as possible. I, freaking, right. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes do you think they're after you? I go, 100%. I'm going to call the FBI immediately. <laughs> and I can see in this guy's eyes, he's not mentally ill. He's just down on his luck. Yeah. He thinks he I'm thinks insane. You're, yeah. he, he thinks, thinks I'm you just arrived
1: today and he's in danger.
0: He goes, uh, can I pray for you? I was like, please, I need it. <laughs> so we pray. He hits me up for money. I give him $10 and he skedaddles because he doesn't want to be part of the FBI. <laughs> uh,
2: but it, I, can I'll, I pray for you? Usually it's the other way around. Usually right. it's the person they ask for money. That says no, but I'll pray for you. No, but, but he
0: still got ten bucks out of you. What uh. sane person says? I just got photographed for North Korean propaganda. <laughs> Nobody should believe this story. If I didn't have photographic evidence, you'd all lock me up. The picture is still my favorite thing. It, and they
2: took the banner. It's you need to go look at it's it. It's so big. It's such a huge banner, and there's there's like. 10 feet between Chris and the people on
0: either side. Because <laughs> I... And so they they apparently spell Korea with a C because the Japanese, when they invaded and occupied Korea, which was what led to the rise of Kim Il-sung, the Japanese refused to have any country that started higher in the alphabet than J. So they changed it to Korea with a K to basically keep them, uh, t- to make sure they knew their place, but also for that reason. So that's why there's a C in it. And so somebody in the wall audience took it and put it on Reddit. And so <laughs> apparently... So,
1: and Reddit is full of people that just like to investigate.
0: Yes, exactly right. And so I, can't, I don't have it in front of me. But essentially, this is South Korean propaganda. I've been used for South Korean propaganda. <laughs> the, what the, the Reddit poster surmised... It was, it was a
1: bilingual banner, right? So it had yeah. it had the English version and then it had the, the Korean, le- Korean language letters bo- beneath
0: it. Yeah, so this is apparently a new communist leftist group in South Korea <laughs> that is trying to... That is sympathetic to North Korea. Oh, no. But they the, when I talked to them about how they felt about their... The, the current prime minister is very leftist. Like, he's a very far left person they didn't like him that's how far left these guys are and so apparently I've been used for their propaganda. I'm sure I'm on their Facebook page. I, I need more wall audience people to investigate this. But it's I, a call I, to arms. Yeah. I, these are these are probably North Korean sympathizers who live I, in the South. Guys, I don't know if it's safe to be in the same room with them. <laughs> so get this. They're after him 100%. We
5: should have had him call in.
0: So <laughs> yeah, when I worked for the Libertarian Party of Indiana, my mom's next-door neighbor, uh, Fred, sent a forward to his sister who hates him. In Virginia and said you know Somebody really should do something about that Obama Guy but was much more violent about it She forwarded it to the FBI So they roll up to the house next door To the one that I'm living in and they Confiscate his guns and his computers and spend A week interrogating him when it comes Time to uh, answer the question Do you know anybody who wants to overthrow The government he goes The neighbor kid next door does something along Those lines (laughs) So that combined with being in North Korea and South Korean propaganda, I hope that I can fly to Florida in a, in a few weeks. So we'll see. But, uh yeah, it was – I walked away, and I was like, this is a great story, but this could only happen to
2: me. This is – Yeah. <sighs> I I was, like, starting to listen to that episode, and I was on the verge of, like – He's exaggerating uh, right, you know like this, this I never exaggerated I was like he this is just like <laughs> told you a million times he, about he needed content, and he 's just exaggerating, but then you I listened, just kept listening, and I was like i 'm not sure that you can just like make this up off the top of your head. <laughs> And then I opened Facebook and saw the picture, and I just busted out. Like it. It, it, it is one hundred percent. Every single word that I said in that
0: podcast is totally true. There, there is nothing about it that is. It is exaggerated one bit. It is. It completely happened to me. And uh, I'm very excited about it because it, if this just happened to a regular person, think of the gift that would have been lost to
2: humanity. The
0: story deserved <laughs> to be told. This deserved to happen. Well, to you're someone. right.
2: They legitimately thought that they had someone with influence that they were going to get a picture with, and they were going to be able to say, "Look, Chris Spangle of We Are Libertarians is sympathetic to our cause." Okay,
0: because I am sympathetic to their cause. I do think we should have a peace treaty, and like I put in my, because he added my contact. Instead of just texting me the photo, he created a new contact. And so because I wanted to... I look
1: forward to you being uh,
0: featured as a talk radio host in South Korea. (laughs) (laughs) I love Kim (laughs) Chi. <laughs> so, I do love the Korean people, and I do think that it is uh sad what has happened to north korea and the 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 hell that they have to live under like Kim jong un and I want to make it clear that I do not sympathize with Kim jong un one little bit. I don't think <laughs> that's that not he's what a nice I heard person. yeah, but uh you know South Korean like the people in South Korea are like six inches taller than the people in North Korea because of malnutrition like they're you know you see the effects of communism and socialism versus capitalism in the two countries. And it's such a striking, like comparison between the two. It's it's really like I don't know how you can say capitalism doesn't work when you look at the two examples. It's it's an excellent A
1: and B. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's an unfortunate sixty-year test.
2: Yeah, the pictures from space at nighttime. Yeah, are just will take your breath away.
0: The Korean people are fundamentally great people, even the the North Koreans like if you really read into the the Koreans they seem like uh, amazing people even if you watch the propaganda movies and like there was a movie about North Korean propaganda where this super communist american goes and like learns how to make communist movies from their from their people and like everybody just seems like super nice I don't know it's it's have you guys ever seen the interview
1: yes
5: yeah
0: I bet well, you. When, I bet when,
5: you hate that movie. When oh, when
1: Spengel said he watches YouTube, uh, Netflix videos of North Korean video. Uh, North Korea. I figured that's all what he meant. Was just watch the interview. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No. I. There's some like the prop uh, propaganda game. It's really good. No. See, Jar Jar lectures me at least once a month about isol- isolating myself. Question mark. So Jar, we were talking before you got here, Cade, and maybe you you as well. That you, use his name. His name is Chase. Chase. I forgot. You, you can uh, call me whatever you want. So, uh, I get these two confused. Uh, uh, the one that beats people up and then the one that I'm wants, just the one everyone wants here. to and the one that everyone wants to beat up. It's um, true.
2: So it's because he wears shirts like that. Old people old
0: people hate me.
2: But it's a good thing you, they're about to you die. C- you call their protest a walking graveyard. Uh, oh, that's what
0: it looked like, Dakota.
2: The number Half one of them are probably
0: already dead. The number one one most important thing in broadcasting is you must have an emotion. People have to feel something, even if it's hate, if it's fear, if it's love. And so I support you making fun of boomers. I do it too. I don't, I, I mean, I'm paid by boomers, have you, so I can't have hate them too. Have you printed a t shirt? I have not yet. <laughs> um, but uh, it's very funny but yeah no i uh, I was saying that um, you know, I deal with people all day long. My job's very mental. I go i 'm interacting with my coworkers all day we 're writing comedy bits. I work for the Bob and Tom show during the day, and so it's it 's a lot and then I come home, and so you know my days go from six a m to nine p m pretty much every day. And so I'm mentally exhausted by the Did time we have a
1: violin. So anything? by the yeah.
0: time the weekend comes around, so six to nine, Cade, can you, can you imagine Friday? It's the world's smallest violin playing for you. <laughs> Try thinking sometimes, Jeremiah, it's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and so by the time the weekend comes, I like to just do nothing. This is the most sinful thing a person can do in Jeremiah's world. He is like, you just got to yep. stop isolating yourself. It's like, no, I'm trying to like. like recoup and just relax. And you're like, no, this is my fun. This is normal. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't read on the weekends, I can't talk through the week. Like, but he's like, no, you have an extra five minutes. You need to, you need to be around friends. (laughs) I'll be over in 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) He's a, I, God love him. He knows I'm, uh, more, uh, biased towards depression. So he always likes to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to kill myself. Uh, which I do appreciate. And I, and I love that I need someone like Jeremy in my life to make sure I'm not isolating myself. But, uh, uh, wow. Thank wow. God there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> All,
1: right. All right. Well, I guess we're at the point in the show where we should probably, you no, know, we've got, we don't have as much time for each of your final thoughts because we wound up with so damn many ghost hosts tonight.
2: Uh, yeah, how'd that happen? Well Jeremiah kept texting people because he was terrified Harry was not here.
0: He was lonely. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Me- meanwhile, I've talked to
0: the
3: There's
2: entire There's a chair that's empty. I've we ta- ta- need someone here now. <laughs> right.
0: I've talked the entire time. The two of you didn't even get a chance. Cade said hi. That's all he's been able to say. <laughs> Cade uh
1: Cade, it's harvest time. I-, I suppose you're uh this is your last chance you get to go out and leave the house before uh, before all the how, where all the corn and the beans are in? How's your
4: beans? Yeah, everything everything looks good. How's we've been beans? getting the combines and heads and everything ready to go. So hopefully, here in the next week or two, we'll be able to start harvest. I looked in your the southern part. Of, some of the
1: some of the beans in the southern part of the county are the leaves are gone, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, we've got some time. that are
4: pretty far along. Uh, just waiting on them to finish drying up. I know the southern part of the state, a lot of guys are started harvest. So starting, yeah and it, it, when when you come up on a combine you should definitely honk
1: and pass it as quickly as possible that's what we're supposed to do yeah let's not
4: do that so if you're in uh, a motorcycle and you
2: see a sprayer try driving underneath i now, have
5: i have a couple questions that'd be for expensive. you guys what what's the most likely time you guys will be on the road cuz this affects me in the morning
4: all all hours of the all hours of the day okay okay there's no, there's no I'm not prediction. only
5: anti-boomer. I'm also <laughs> anti-farmers driving on the road at eight in the morning when everyone's trying to get to work. Yeah. Now, you for work earlier. Have the
4: tariffs?
0: <laughs> have the tariffs affected you at all?
4: Uh, we had a lot of our stuff sold prior to that. Okay. So it depends on how you manage your farm. Uh, a lot of guys out there don't have their own storage, so it's hard for them to be able to hedge things ahead right. of time. Um it's really just gonna depend on the farm individually. Mm. So
0: Yeah, the the Chinese were and this is in the Woodward book, this new Bob Woodward book, where basically the Episode ch- seventeen or eighteen of yeah, the, Chris the, Eighteen, I review the book for you. I've read about three, three quarters of it at this point on audiobook. But so this was actually as so I was driving out here, they talk about how the Chinese targeted specific products for specific like districts. So they targeted soybeans because there are more vulnerable Republicans in districts with soybeans. They targeted bourbon because of Mitch McConnell. They targeted dairy because of Paul Ryan. So they were really smart about what they actually targeted so they could, so they could actually overthrow the Republicans in the house and the Senate. So they're, they're actively because of the tariffs they're engaging in political warfare in a very smart way. While we're just like, I like steel. Let's, Text, like, we're just throwing garbage at the wall, like, and and it's all totally unnecessary, but I thought that was really interesting that they're, that the Chinese are, like, They're that sophisticated in in their replies. Exactly, that they are, they're specifically trying to make sure the Democrats win. But it's the Russians. Yes, we need to be worried about the Russians. Right, those 60, yeah,
2: not the tariffs that we started. Because memes make big differences. (laughs) Hate it. I'm pretty sure that the We Are Libertarians Facebook page posted more memes about Hillary Clinton than what all of the Russian bots combined did. Easily. So if you look at – I've been part of Facebook you buys. Had, you guys had a
0: meme go
1: uh, – God retweeted you this week. Dude. Oh, snap.
0: Yeah, my Elon Musk meme. So there was a wall listener who said something, and then I cleaned it up and turned it into a meme, posted it on Twitter, and it, it went viral that it got picked up by the IG account God. Ig Instagram for, Instagram for the, yes uh, for the boomers for the boomers and that's like <laughs> like fifty thousand likes I should you know and somebody's like why don't you watermark it because watermarks don't work nobody comes back to your I, page I was and likes the one this. that yeah. said watermark yeah they just do, they don't work like was
5: it was it the one that was like
0: yeah where he's you know don't smoke pot because you might end up a billionaire that owns a yeah. car company and a and a, a, a rocket scientist, scientist yeah. yeah yeah
2: so that that was me and uh, Daniel. Daniel Plunkett, I think. So. I saw that it got stolen by the Being Libertarian Facebook page because Cade shared it from their page. How dare you.
0: Yeah, that's the funny thing. There's like four major libertarian meme pages, of uh, which I would say we are one. Liberty memes, Being Libertarian, and Think Liberty. And we just, we just, uh, steal each other's memes. <laughs> we just reappropriate. And so it's funny because there are Being Libertarian guys in the wall group. And I know <laughs> they can see it, so I purposely like, whenever they steal our memes, I put it in there. Uh, and I should tag Vinny, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's memes are meant to be stolen. Like, I, I think
2: that we have the most amount of leftists on the We Are Libertarians Facebook page. So
0: the big page, the main groups that like the page are, are first veterans, and then second, uh, police officers, then teachers, and then lawyers. A
2: lot of people who get their paychecks from the state.
0: But that's why they like a libertarian page is yep. because they know what it's like to work with. Like, you talk you talk about um, Hurricane Maria and Puerto Rico, right? Um, there, if, if your personal safety plan begins and ends with the government's going to save me, you are going to die, because yeah. government is inherently unable to be competent like they're just completely incompetent and so it doesn't matter if you had the best run fema agency in the world you still probably have a very high risk of dying because bureaucracy just can't function in the way that a private company can or the best solution you taking your personal responsibility for your safety into your own hands like there shouldn't be three thousand people yeah. like donald trump did not murder three thousand people in in puerto rico the government didn't. Well, and Those that's
2: the that's the big fear coming up with the Hurricane Florence that's about to hit uh, yeah. the Carolinas, is that FEMA just doesn't have any money yeah. right now because of Puerto Rico. Like, yep. we're, it's just non-existent. Make
0: no mistake, like, the response from the American government and the Trump administration and all the administrations prior that have neglected Puerto Rico— they all have blood on their hands. Like, this is a national disgrace. And what Donald Trump said today about Puerto Rico and there being Democrats that are making up numbers and, like, a dozen people died, that is, I think, the most despicable thing Donald Trump has ever said. Like, I think that that is the worst thing I've ever heard him say.
2: Yeah, like, because you're saying, no, not, not 3,000 people, <laughs> only 1,000. 6 to yeah. 18 is yeah. what he said. So you're like... <laughs> People died, dude. Right, <laughs> Americans.
5: <laughs> I went through that hurricane. Did you? It you? From Florida. Did. It it Florida. From Florida, it was really cool. <laughs> you went through. It, it? was super scary because at <laughs> a certain point you get stuck, like you cannot leave, and that's when you're like, oh, I could die. It's probably the most fun I've ever had. The most fun. You just yeah. live every we had day a good like time. That. That's yes. right. Yeah.
4: Live every day like you might die at any moment.
0: Live like you die. <laughs> Me and my
5: friends just got together. And had a great time. Singing Kenny Chesney. All right. I'd ride right out a get back to final you.
2: thoughts here. This is going to turn into a two-hour episode. All right, Chase. Good. You're welcome. Chase. We're, we're skipping. Well, what do you have prepared? Chris. <laughs> Chris, you had enough time. I know. Well, Jared, <laughs> I'm tired.
5: Know, it's my first time in the new studio. It looks
1: pretty awesome. Literally the we first time you've been in the building.
5: I did not expect that.
1: Yeah, we've got uh, yeah, we've um, got Dakota's old old TV and brought a broadcast in
5: because football will be on Thursdays now.
1: Yeah, we need so we, we need a, we need some sort of an NFL uh, network connection. He has, you know
2: what I makes a good Jeremiah had ESPN on, two on there, then it was ESPN, and now it's CNN. We've we've cycled around a few.
0: You times. know what makes a good podcast? The host watching TV. Yeah, conversation where you're focused on what the other person is saying. Don't have the TV on while you're podcasting. What are you doing? I, I would K. agree. Kate gets that. it. What, Listen what happens if, if there's, <laughs> a, there's a tornado? Feed, Jared. Right the same and same if we time. start
5: watching football had that while podcasting <laughs> and smoke on at the same time, we'll be just like Barstool Sports. <laughs>
2: yeah, At one point Jeremiah had the live stream on the computer, a live stream on his phone, I and then he had it other than cast that, into the TV. I can if put the live stream on the like Sons of Anarchy and table.
4: That'd be great. That'd, yeah, be, that'd be, be pretty, right? A Sons of Energy table. What have, have do you want? this Chris's <laughs> face carved into the table? Yes. <laughs> That's what we need. Please, yes. let let me grow the beard out again. I, I know some Amish guys. We yeah. can get this made. I'm
1: very ugly
0: without a beard. What happened to the beard, buddy? So
1: can you, you explain, can you explain this failure? So I don't part? like
0: when it gets too far up on my cheeks because then I start to like see the hairs. And so I, you know, I was taking, and I was, I don't like when the mustache gets too long because you don't want starts, to see it in your field of vision. Yeah. And so I was trimming it with, with, uh, with the little, I didn't have a guard on and I went and I was like, no, cause I had to, I had to trim all, all it the way down. Gone. Yeah. I, it's
2: just like your nose, your eyes, your brain just gets used to it. And yeah. Then you see it so after a while.
0: I have
5: two quick questions for my final thoughts. What kind of toilet paper are we rocking in this place?
2: We
0: brought the Charmin from my house. Oh, oh very. Wow. Pretty. Ultra
1: soft, triple play.
0: Yeah. See, I oh, prefer yes. Angel Soft. I really like a nice yeah, grip. Angel Soft is my favorite. Too. You got, yeah, you got to have some grip. Are it's whatever. to the scrubbing. And I'm I'm yeah, missing the party this yet. weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, hey, you are. I
5: heard you're getting engaged, I, so we're gonna forget. I'm you. not. Shut your <laughs> mouth. You <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Happy baby My girlfriend's shower. watching this. <laughs> and, uh, if she's
0: watching, then, uh, the ring's really nice.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> what are so you saying? You don't want to marry her? That is a big rock. I
5: know. Listen, yeah, yeah. I'll be I, I happy to marry her heavy. in like four or five years. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Honestly. So we're going to Chicago this weekend. What should we visit? Uh, so you Drew need to Restore. Go to, get a Promise
4: Ring.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> that'd
3: be awesome <laughs> i wouldn't
2: come back alive you need to you need to go uh to home run in pizza okay uh you need to go to gus's fried chicken okay um those are my two biggest restaurant recommendations the lagunitas brewery is up there so is goose island uh you get goose island anywhere no, the Goose
1: Island Brewery is. Yeah.
2: Up there. Have you been On to uh,
5: Have you been to the Shameless House? Um, no,
3: Here no, but it's right underneath the L. Scary. It's kind of in a sketchy part of town. Mike Broyle yeah. says he has an
1: apartment for Chase and his wife. Look <laughs> <laughs> at him shaking and said no. Like,
5: uh, <laughs> and they they do have that one beer that's in Shameless, don't they?
2: Uh,
5: the old style. They old have style. old style. And what? It's, was, it's, it it was it good? Was it worth
2: it? Um, so it tastes. Uh, it tastes a lot like England. Okay. So I, my recommendation well for you pizza.
1: in Chicago, take a little bit of time uh, and go to Second City. Okay, it's on stage. It's a, it's a live uh, live improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where Steve Carell came from.
0: Ask ask. Is to that speak more to... of a night thing to do? Yeah, yeah, They've got,
1: they've go got that, two or three shows. That they've got a bar. Uh, they've got a few different stages, but Second City is is an improv, but it's also pre rehearsed and it's a bunch of sketches. 90% of the people that make a Saturday Night Live come through there.
0: Okay. And you will have the time of your life. Ask for Willie Griswold. I think he works there. A good friend of mine. Uh, Jerry, you need to stop drinking. You've knocked that cup over four times. <laughs> Jerry, you <laughs> we'll get a new studio and you wreck it. This is why we can't have nice things. What does that cup say?
1: It says, uh, share the love, meet the morals, hashtag chasing, meet K- the chasing morals. Katie 8719. No, it does
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> I love it.
2: His face is so red right now. (laughs) I don't know if he's embarrassed or angry. seven carrots? (laughs) It's a mixture of
1: both. Okay, listen. I don't want to be selfish, but last year we went to Nashville for Dakota's bachelor party. This year we went for mine. And next year we're going for Danny's. and, And Spangles not seeing anybody. Yeah, so you're a you you're a great you're a great.
0: Help. I, you you don't know that can, because I wouldn't tell if, you. What yeah. if we just maybe we
4: can get never, hold on? I never had a bachelor party, so we can so like, we, do we, York, we, we, we can go. make for a retrofit. It? That yeah. gives
0: <laughs> that gives me at least two more years. <laughs> Chase, could you imagine telling like? Could you imagine Jeremiah helping with your relationship? I've never.
5: But he been tries to, to give him. me advice all the time. He's like,
0: <laughs> he's
5: like, he see, see
2: what we just talked. What did we talk about before? Advice yeah. you never knew that yeah. you wanted. And yeah. Spangles, Spangles,
0: Spangles, not seeing anybody. Has it you, wait, that you know? Time of. out. Time out.
1: <laughs> Has it always been terrible advice? Has every no, advice no, been no, terrible? No,
0: you're. Yeah, you're like you got like a ninety percent rating. Right, ninety percent good. It's not bad advice. No. It's just a lot of it. That's a lot. That's exactly <laughs> I, a
1: good way to
5: put it. I don't know if I want to get married. Because, you know, before you got
1: married, we went fishing all the time.
2: Yeah. Had, since the only then, people I've just... been
1: fishing with since I got married
2: are my wife and Chase. So listen to this. That's it. He, Chase is complaining about not having a time to spend with Jeremiah. Oh, okay. We were <laughs> complaining earlier about not having parties. Oh, it's it's a got sign? a ring on his finger. Yep. Maybe we should have a divorce. No, party. I'm not. I'm not oh, <laughs> no, oh, no, I
0: ask don't. Ask ig- about I, how that. No, turns. no, no, no. I'm Team Sarah. <laughs> I'm Team Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> we would lose half the studio. Uh, I would. just, I'll do the Rob Kendall. <laughs> I just want to say uh, thank you to my lovely wife for allowing me to be here tonight. <laughs> really, Chris? <laughs> really, Rob? <laughs> I know this goes on forever, Haley. It's I, <laughs> that's forever. Oh, God. All right.
1: Uh, I guess Spangle, final thoughts. This is your last chance to compliment us before we throw your major party on before Saturday night. Before
0: we mute night. the mic. I have nothing to say.
1: <laughs>
0: Sarah reports that Chase just lost his fishing privileges. No, Sarah. You can't do that to me. Wow. You're going to let your wife talk to you that way, Jeremiah? So she says, hey, I
3: have she two boats. She doesn't even know about the other one.
0: <laughs> wow, that sounds... Uh, it's
1: like a second checking account. I have a second boat. It'll be fine. Got to keep it at your mom and dad's hey. house, your grandpa's house, somewhere.
3: Old Jim neighbors oh, yeah. over here. got a lot of space. Yeah.
0: Singing back home again in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> back home
3: again <laughs> in Indiana.
2: I only got that joke because we did the Indy 500 episode. You're welcome. Otherwise, I would have had no idea. I'd just like, like today, uh, in one of the Tinfoil Time episodes, uh, the most pre- the most recent one was about new Coke conspiracy, which I love Tinfoil Time. I am a Patreon subscriber. I've just
0: never been thanked for it. Are you? Uh, are you not? a listener?
2: Well, I listen to I listen okay, to the Tinfoil Time. Chris Spangle show. is not a is not a Patreon subscriber. That's right? We are Libertarians podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I lose money on you guys. Like you have no
0: idea.
5: <laughs> you know, Dakota, if you would have. Went to the Indy 500. You would have heard that song.
2: I've heard it plenty of times before. I'd like Chase. to report
0: Aaron Ewert for uh, child abuse because he made his kids go to the IMS Museum with Jeremiah. Yeah. 18 hours straight of those, Derek those di- Donaldson Jr.
1: Those children, Donald Davidson. Those children <laughs> asked to go back to the Speedway with me. They're, they're going to the track and they go, did we get to go with Jeremiah?
0: Well, they're special too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love those boys. Hannah's gonna flatten all four of your tires. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she won't. I'll tell you why off air.
5: <laughs> Hannah, I, I see you're watching. Please trade me the Bears That's a different defense.
0: Hannah. Oh, never mind. Hannah,
1: that's Hannah Day and my sister. Not Aaron's Hannah.
0: Uh, who disinvited, not only did I not get an invite, disinvited me from her wedding. She did. She mm-hmm. called earlier
1: before, as we were setting up the studio and, uh, I, I, I when when she was on speakerphone, I politely said I made sure that Chris was on the invite list, and she flatly said, "Absolutely no, not. no, no. What, no. what are you getting me?" Yeah, was she, her it, question. Yeah, it
0: was. Oh, what are you? What are you providing? Which makes me think this marriage isn't about love; it's about things, and that's a uh, not that's a good sad. way to start the wedding, Hannah. <laughs> I'm gonna be there either way because I know where it's at. <laughs> no, no, no one, This is why people don't hang out with me. This is why I lose friends. This show. <laughs> <She's> this is.
2: <laughs> No, it's not. It's gonna be at Shelby County. <laughs> it's gonna be at Danny's. We're gonna be at Danny's either way. We should
4: make it happen at Danny's. Dude, yeah.
2: Danny's house. That wedding was great. I loved the wedding. It was it was I'm gonna host a wedding there on Hannah's wedding day, even if hers isn't there. So good. Because it's awesome.
0: But the the weird thing about Jeremiah's wedding, everything was perfect. Like the weather <laughs> you couldn't have gotten luckier. It was the middle of summer, but it was like perfect that day. I only got uh, mildly sopping wet. I sweat a lot. It's not they, they have music that make the ladies go, mmm. <laughs> but there's did a... They, there was a surprising <laughs> amount of disco played. But did you guys notice there was a wedding stage already built and they didn't use it? Yeah, that confused me. It was me. falling apart. You didn't <laughs> see it. The, wood, well, the decking meta- was
2: rotted. <laughs> it's a
5: metaphor. The night, before, <laughs> no. the night before, they were shooting fireworks from it. And I was like, man, they're making a big mess. They're going to have to clean up for the morning. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then they didn't use it. We
1: didn't use that part,
5: yeah. The
2: chapel... The, the chapel... The uh whatever was already set up.
4: Yeah, I, I hadn't seen
2: that part because it was kind of dark when I got there. Okay. Chase just
1: shows up when he wants to.
4: Is everybody going to the Beer Olympics tomorrow at uh, Danny's? That's questionable. Is that tomorrow? That's Saturday. Well, oh, I'll, Saturday. I'll, I'll be, be right, out of town. Saturday. Thanks for the
0: invite, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> you don't drink beer. <laughs> Why would you go to the Beer Olympics? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I need friends. Maybe I like to be included. Yeah, that, that, next year truly, I'll be there next year. As as you guys develop
1: your relationship with Chris Spangle, as his longest tenured friend now at this point, I will give you all the advice. He doesn't want to come to anything. No, but I'd like but to damn be invited. It, if you don't invite him, there will be hell to pay. I don't even do. So I don't even care anymore. I just, I just merely say, "Hey, Chris, we're going to be in Georgia here in about three weeks. Do you want to ride along?" Hell no.
0: But if if he finds out that you went somewhere without him, where was my invite? Every I don't, even, time. I, and I sometimes worry that you or Sarah think I'm serious. I'm never serious, yeah, but I d- didn't even invite him to our wedding, <laughs> right? <laughs> it, no, you didn't. Um, and nope. then I think I got a pity invite, and I was like, nah, I got Hitler documentaries to watch that week. But uh, no, I like, I really enjoy. Uh, I, I don't think Chase and I would have been. Invited he's a fan if we of. Weren't, uh, we weren't in it. He's a fan of Rocket Man. He's a fan of Hitler. I well. Oof. I just I like I. <laughs> we have the documents now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's my own personal bit. I like to do bits for just me, and that's one of them. Whenever Jeremiah, who is very active and is always doing something, I just like to say, "Where's my invite?" So I encourage all the listeners. Anytime you see Jeremiah out and about, where was my invite? That's what you should do.
2: We've had creeper shots come in of Jeremiah taken from buildings as he's walking across the street. That was my cousin. Was it? It was. It was. Kelsey. I don't get
5: photos (laughs) taken of me. I just get glares from all the old people. (laughs) Yeah. They think you look like the grandson that never
4: writes. (laughs) The funny thing is, is no matter how bad Chase talks about it, I'm I'm always the one that's hated. (laughs) Well, Well, you know, for different (laughs) reasons, though. I'm not a fake farmer, okay? (laughs) Okay.
1: All right. Spangle, you got anything else? You want to promote anything else? No, I'm good. No announcements to make? No, I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep all of this equipment that you lent us. Uh, some of it may be resold later. Uh, yeah, I upgrade. don't even think we have any of the equipment he lent
2: us anymore. <laughs> no, you sold it all. <laughs> and guess who didn't Literally get it? Literally, all of this is ours now. Not
0: even a thank you, let alone a tithe. <laughs> uh, Dakota, final thoughts?
2: Anything? ChrisSpangle.com. I'd also like you to go to... Weir- oh, sorry. <laughs> uh I... I guess I don't have any final thoughts. So then, uh, thank you to everybody that uh, continues to support us on Patreon. We just did a thank you video, and we had a little uh, open house type thing last night as we were getting set up uh, before we had to move everything today. And uh, a few of our Patreon subscribers came out. Uh, we didn't get a ten point time put out this week because it was very busy, busy with uh, with this going on and. Uh, but uh, yeah, of course, thank you to everybody that, that gives us your money every month. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
4: want mine back.
2: Uh, can you teach him how to sell? Please, no, chair? That's the,
5: like,
0: that's the truth of
5: it. Listen, I'm just done. you guys that like 3,000 people in here yesterday. What I want
1: you to know is if we pan to the right just a little bit, there's a wall that's unfinished and with just your $10 donation this month. <laughs> that's right. $10. That's right. Only $10. We'll be able to finish that wall Let's and, and a, make the light bill. A
3: video
4: like chase. like 10 cents a day. Get a video <laughs> and chase. And then we can get the Chris Spangle table. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Chase just sleeping in the corner. <laughs> in
0: the arms an angel. Someday we'll get a bed for Chase. 20-hour
5: <laughs> security. I don't have a real bed, guys. A video of him cleaning the toilet Chase, in black
1: and white. Chase is 23 years old and he still sleeps in his race car bed from <laughs> when he was eight.
5: Listen, <laughs> I didn't get a rest... I didn't get a race car bed until I was like 16, and it was a dream of mine, man. Okay, I loved the, that thing. But you're joking, but the last time I was over at his house, he did have a race car bed. I'm not joking. <laughs> it technically wasn't my bed, but I slept in it a lot. Loved it. So when you get married
0: next year, you'll lose your virginity. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Not uh, next
5: year. Like three years from now.
0: No, I I saw the ring. It's really nice. <laughs>
2: That was the promise ring. Not the awkward right? silence. You ready for the awkward silence? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs>
1: uh, thank you to everybody that's helped make this. What about happen. Cade? We did his. We started we with him. Uh, well, that well, was like you, two hours ago. Did you pay I? attention? No, <laughs> I don't listen to the show even when I'm on it. Uh, next week, Donya Lester's coming off from Purdue, Purdue University. She's uh, right. she's from the Ag Alumni Group, and she does some. Go- she did some government work, uh, with them. She just retired, so
0: now she's free. It's Donya Unchained. I You're have, have some fun with her. I've heard Mitch. I had one friend who worked at Purdue first year. He was there. She's like, I hate him. And I just talked to her recently. She's like, I love Mitch Daniels. He's the best. Purdue's done a lot of great things. Uh, uh, so it's gonna be have fun. it's gonna
1: be fun. She's bringing us some swag because as as you know, we expect all of our guests to bring us something. Donya was cleaning out her office. She worked at Purdue for about twenty five years. She has a Bobby Knight wearing a Purdue University full size, like six foot tall nice. poster. Oh, that's, that's nice. coming. He's wearing the uh, a, a a Purdue sweater, so we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have that. How is that photo not everywhere? It's gonna be on the wall what's in the, here.
5: What's the plan with this studio? Are we leaving the walls blank? Are we putting stuff up? We're putting stuff up. We, let's, okay, we, let's have That's this. Done. We I, okay. I like the brick though.
1: Yeah, the brick's nice. The brick staying. Okay, so we, okay. we've got options. Um, of course, we are still running an active campaign, trying to get elected, to create some freedom here around Henry County. You might want to delay the episode then uh, (laughs) so uh jeremiah com. jump on there and uh we are looking for yards to put signs in we are looking for people to go door to door and we're looking for poll workers so jump on there jump on a little form check it out help us out with that i think that's the end of our script list episode we didn't cost anybody any jobs we didn't uh we've got we've got room for improvement We're going to have more furniture in here. Send us your furniture, too. We need some more tables and chairs and couches and things. to A couch would be nice. And if you
4: see a billboard in town with Jeremiah's face on it, make sure you take a selfie and send it to us. Get
1: your selfie with my billboard. We would Uh, love to see it. Please don't
2: deface it until after the election. (laughs) Even if it means taking out your phone while you're driving, do it. (laughs) But we're not liable for any accidents. There are two of them. (laughs) All right. We'll see you all next week. (laughs)